This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host. And for those that have been tuning in lately, you know that Small Biz Florida is on the road again. We are here working, covering, supporting the 2023 Florida Chamber Foundation's Future of Florida Forum. Uh, big time event, always. Uh, we are honored and pleased to be able to be just a small part of this event and cover it. And uh, the room is full, uh, two, three, four hundred people in there. I won't even guess how many is in that room. Uh, but it is made up of business, education, government leaders, uh, and it's all about strategizing uh, to, to 2030, uh, the race to 2030. Uh, had a great presentation this morning by Mark Wilson, the president of the Florida Chamber. Uh, all kinds of impressive data about where Florida is today and where it is going. And um, one of those major drivers of, of all things data in the state of Florida is advanced manufacturing. And we've got someone right now that can talk directly to advanced manufacturing and its impact on Florida's economy. We have Susie Teal who serves as the Chief Strategy Officer at the ARM Institute. Susie, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Thank you, Tom. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. And uh, love talking to you. You're, you're talking about a subject that's uh, near and dear to really all of our, our uh, hearts and all of our strategies. Um, the uh, campus that we kind of rain from, Indian River State College down on the Treasure Coast, is about ready to uh, cut the ribbon on a brand new advanced workforce training facility kind of dedicated to advanced manufacturing. So, uh, hot topic. Yes. Uh, so, let's start as we always do, Susie, just a little bit of your pathway uh, to becoming the Chief Strategy Officer at the ARM Institute. I feel like it's full circle. Actually, grew up, I'm, I'm a recent transplant, moved to Florida about three and a half years ago, and I grew up in Pen Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Grew up in a, a town that was the birthplace of aluminum in the United States right. and watched that town go from a, a well, you know, well-established middle-class class community to one of poverty because of the, you know, leaving of the steel industry from Pittsburgh. And so about six and a half years ago, when I was given the opportunity to help start a new national institute focused on growing U.S. manufacturing, I thought it was just the best opportunity that I could have at the time. Right, nice. And so uh, talk to us about the ARM Institute, uh, acronym for something? Uh, yes, it's an acronym for the Advanced Robotics for Manufacturing Institute. We are one of 70 national institutes that's funded by the federal government with an overall focus to grow U.S. manufacturing through advanced technologies. Our focus is robotics and AI. We're headquartered in Pittsburgh, PA, but we opened an office in St. Petersburg about a year and a half ago because we saw so much potential in helping Florida transition. It's large, now 10th largest state, right, in terms right. of manufacturing, more to advanced manufacturing capabilities. Wow. And just touch a little bit on the, the whole aspect of federally funded. I, it's, you know, 
sometimes we we are quick and uh, to to criticize our government, but sounds like uh, they got something right this time. They recognize that advanced manufacturing is important to the national economy and have funded an organization to help grow it. Did I, did I summarize that correctly? You did. Uh, like I said, there's 17 of us across the United States. And what we do is we form national consortiums where we partner with organizations that are experts in the areas that we're in, in our case, robotics and AI. And we work with very large manufacturers like Lockheed Martin or Johnson & Johnson here in the state and others to determine what needs to happen to make advanced manufacturing technologies more accessible to every manufacturer, no matter what size they are. So you're gathering data, best practices from partnering with people like Lockheed and sharing that information with others? Absolutely. We're also funding projects to uh, eliminate some of the challenges that are preventing especially small and medium-sized manufacturers from using robotics, issues relative to cost, flexibility, ease of use, things of that nature. And all of those technologies are available to our consortium members. We have close to 420 consortium members in the United States right now. About 13% of them are in Florida. How did you have time to come to this conference today? I don't understand. <laughs> I would imagine you are the most popular person in the state of Florida in terms of uh, manufacturing. I mean, doesn't everybody want your your knowledge and your experience and, and what you can offer them? Well, that's so kind. I, I look to our my great partner, which has really made a huge impact here, which is Florida Makes, which is uh, the manufacturing extension partnership for the state. And what we're seeing is that there's great potential here, but maybe more connections that we can do to kind of connect the dots between the great training programs, like you just mentioned earlier, um, that are at so many of our state colleges. Right. Um, with the manufacturers, with young people, as we're talking about in the room, getting people in, as early as primary school interested in right. STEM-based manufacturing-based careers. And so when I look at the state of Florida, I look at it as, as a, a state of possibility, but we have to strengthen connections. Is it is it a fair statement? You know, everybody always loves to make the comment, you know, this isn't the old manufacturing. This is not the old dirty smokestack. This is, this is, this is not your grandfather's manufacturing. Is, is that is that a fair and accurate statement about what's going on in terms of, of the state's manufacturing community? I would say, unfortunately, Florida's a little behind the, the, the ball when it comes to advanced manufacturing. And so that's where we think the real opportunity is. And in fact, I'll put a plug in for Florida makes their conference to make more summit is coming up right in a couple of days. And our whole focus is unleashing digital technology. Right. Well, define for me then advanced manufacturing. Is there a definition for that versus non-advanced manufacturing? Sure. What? Advanced manufacturing, well, non-advanced manufacturing relies heavily on manual labor. It's those dull, dirty, and dangerous jobs that you just mentioned, okay. right? Advanced manufacturing focuses on leveraging technologies that mm -hmm. are available to reduce the need for dull, dirty, and dangerous jobs and actually increase the... Um, career opportunities, and the pay for the people that operate those technologies. Right. And when you say potential in Florida, define potential, that, that we've already got a good base of manufacturers in Florida, we just need to help them maybe uh, unleash technology in their 
facilities? Is that kind of where you see this potential? Uh, the potential I see in a couple different areas. The first is the fact that the major overwhelming majority of Florida manufacturers are small. I reside in Pinellas County. The average age of a manufacturing employee is 55. The average number of employees is 25. So how do you go into those very small environments where they're at risk of losing Tom the other Tom who knows how to run right. this piece of equipment that he's run for 40 years and he's near retirement. How do you, how do you deal with those challenges? Those right. are the, the real challenges that I think Florida's facing. Certainly we have our share of large manufacturers, right, in the state, but it's really the small manufacturers. And when you look at the potential in the state for the state coast, for the space coast and others, how do we get those small manufacturers? How do you get them more advanced in their technology and take advantage of the manufacturing opportunities in the state itself. What, talk specifically, of course, everybody, this is what everybody's going to want to know. <laughs> so talk specifically about what are some of the programs that you could bring into one of those small manufacturings? Is it training? Is it actual equipment? Is it access to capital to, to purchase equipment? What are some of those specific programs that ARM brings uh, to the manufacturing facility? Thank you for asking. Uh, probably the one that we're most proud of right now is actually a, a, an on-site, an online national resource called roboticscareer.org. So it's www.roboticscareer.org. And what it is, is uh, the ability for anyone who's interested in a career in manufacturing using robotics or AI to get in and learning about the training programs that are in their area and the jobs that are available in their area. And one thing that we did with that program that's very different from any other basic job search is that we spent time working within our 400 member consortium to identify those skills and competencies that manufacturers are looking for. And we've matched over 17,000 training programs across the United States with those skills and competencies. So someone could actually go in and learn about a career using robots, they say a robotic technician job, learn of what skills and competencies are required, and then do a search in the state of Florida to see what programs provide that education. We've got over 600 programs listed on that database just in Florida. So the wow. resources are Six, there. Okay, let me hold on. Yes. I want to just get that one straight. Yes. 600 training programs across the state of Florida. Yes. All addressing some need in advanced manufacturing. Yeah, specific to robotics, but pretty much oh, right. just okay. transitional to any okay. other manufacturing. Right. So, yes, yeah, so over 600 programs. And that's everything from, you know, certificate programs up to PhDs. Wow. Uh, and so, you know, what's impressed me a lot about my time here in the state of Florida is that there are some great resources here with our state colleges. Yeah. There's a lot of great resources in the engineering technology programs um, that are mostly two-year degrees. And it's really kind of creating those connections between the parents and the students right. who understand the education that's available here at a very reasonable cost right. and the opportunities that exist in manufacturing in the state. Right. Who is your primary partner? Is it the manufacturer or is it those maybe seeking careers in manufacturing? The great thing about what we do is that we have a whole ecosystem and we think that's how you solve the challenges. So we work with everyone from the largest manufacturers in the world to small, medium-sized manufacturers, the very large research institutes like Florida University to um, career centers, career source, um, trade schools, 
and also any government agencies that are focused. So we, we get funding from the Department of Defense, Department of Labor, Department of Commerce wow. to try to solve some of these challenges. Again, I asked the question, <laughs> does no one know that you're here yet in Florida? I'm just surprised that your your phone doesn't ring off the hook. I mean, Well, people are learning. Um, yeah. Again, I'm a one-person show right now, okay. um, but I am building strong partnerships with various yeah. organizations like Florida Makes so that we can look at those opportunities to, right. to bring to both at the state level and the national level areas where we might be able to want to invest a little bit more to help uh, Florida thrive in manufacturing. As I said, yeah. I, I fully support the mission of, of the, the um, chamber to be the fifth largest state, but we won't get there on people alone. Um, we, we, we really need- We've got to, we've got to enhance technologies. We've got that, to use the technologies right. that are available today. We've got to create an ecosystem of entrepreneurs um, that are focused on advanced manufacturing. I will have to say the one big difference between this and Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh has about 150 robotics companies, right? In, okay. uh, that are early stage robotics companies, right? That are manufacturing robotics. That are, are creating are using. technologies okay. to okay. make it easier to use robotics um, in manufacturing and, and in logistics, warehousing, that type of thing. So trying to create that kind of ecosystem here, I think is really important. What, what's the pushback? What if, when you talk to a, to a manufacturer in the state of Florida, what, what's the pushback? Can't afford to bring in technology, don't understand it. Don't, don't understand it. Don't, don't, don't understand, understand how it. it improves my operation. Don't understand, period, okay. right? And so what my, this is my dream, you asked me what my dream is. We, um, we last year received some funding from the federal government through the, uh, the EDA Build Back Better program. Right. Uh, Pittsburgh was one of the cities that was selected. And what we created, and we're launching it right now, it'll be launched by the end of this year, is something that we're calling a robotics manufacturing hub, where small manufacturers can come in at no cost and talk to us about a potential production challenge and whether or not robotics might solve that. I'd love to see those centers all over Florida. Wow. <laughs> Find the way to get some federal or state funding to do that in Florida because that's the biggest, that was the gap that we saw. There are a lot of great systems integrators and other organizations out there that can help somebody once they decide they want to move forward, but sometimes they're not sure if they want to move forward and right. they want to talk to someone who isn't, who's a nonprofit, who we, you know, right. we're Switzerland, we have no skin in the game, we're just right. here to help. And so we're hoping, we think that's one way to solve it. The other way is through the roboticscareer.org site that I mentioned to help people understand what kind of careers are in manufacturing, the fact that they're good well-paying careers with good benefits, and they're not your parents' or grandparents' manufacturing right. environment. Do you think that some folks out there in the manufacturing industry see this as, you know, if I bring in robotics and, and I bring in technology, it could cost jobs. Do you get that we conversation that. a little bit? I, I've heard that every day for the six and a half years that I've worked at the Arm <laughs> wow. Institute. Yeah. Well, I, I knew and, it would happen. And, and, I just am a little, <laughs> little surprised. That I was hoping you said, oh, no, everybody gets this. But but here's yeah. here's the thing. And then you're still in a little thunder from my presentation tomorrow afternoon when I'm on the panel for the technology forum here at the council. Uh, 500 years ago, Queen Elizabeth said, let's not bring in spinning wheels because women will lose jobs, right? right? We have gone through hundreds and hundreds of years of, of, 
of automation. And it, there hasn't been a worldwide loss of jobs right. as a result of automation. Uh, jobs become different. Right. Types of jobs become obsolete. But when you think about the average, you know, our children are going to live probably till they're 100. The likelihood that the job they started in is going to be exactly the same when they retire is is pretty much zero, wow. right? And so, you know, the, the 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 issue is not are they going to take jobs? Is is it going to change my job? And I and I am I being taught through my educational system to say that's okay? Your job is going to change. Learn about new stuff. It's lifelong learning is really what we have to get to. Well said. Well put. I love it. You need to, that needs to be a brochure. <laughs> uh, well said. Again, uh, a great explanation of that. Um, how, does, how does one begin the engagement with you? And that sounds like you say you're a one-man operation. You're really kind of well, a in connector. in Florida. I'm a connector. In, in, right. Yes. But, yes. You, but you're the connector yes. in Florida to all of these resources. Yes. So, I mean, every small manufacturer, of course, probably your most important partnership and connection is Florida Man. Yes. So, so as a member of one of those regional manufacturing associations, that begins the connection to your resources. Right, right. So I would say, work your swing yeah, backwards, I would say said. work with your regional manufacturing associations. Those are your first stop, stop that go to Florida Makes. And then what I do is partner with Florida Makes to look for, for opportunities where we might be able to go together to create more awareness or to get some grants. So okay. that's how we are. If, if there's someone here in the state who's passionate about growing U.S. manufacturing, right, through advanced technologies, they can become a consortium member of ours. We've got levels that go from zero uh, fees, you know, all the way right. up to significant fees if you're a very large organization. Um, and um, so that you can become a member of our consortium. And what that does is it gives you active access to any funding that we might receive and projects that we might put out. So we sort of work both ways. We get funding to do projects, but then we also look at, for partners to get more funding to have impact. Have, do you, have you gone out and given presentations about your organization to those regional manufacturing associations? I have spoken to some of them. Right. I'm a member of BAMA, which is the Bay right. Area Manufacturing Association, because that's where I live. Right. Um, I will actually be speaking at the Make More Summit in nice. a couple of days. Okay. Um, so I've probably met about half of them so far through okay. various activities. Well, we'll just change the title on this segment. We'll just call that and we'll just use you again. Okay. Uh, when we go to Florida Manx. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Right, I'll just change the intro. It's, it's Susie Teal here at Florida Manx on sounds Small Biz Florida. All right, uh, Susie, that, again, incredible information. Obviously, um, it's it's clear why you are here at the Future of Florida Forum, because I guess that really is the future of Florida's advanced manufacturing. You, mm -hmm. we, uh, and, and I, and as you mentioned, i I. And I'm appreciative of the title of Florida Makes Summit, you know. Uh, make More. Yeah, the Make More Summit, you know, bringing that digital transformation into manufacturing. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, that's your focus. That's what we care about. We are growing U.S. manufacturing through advanced technologies because right. that's the only way we can grow, honestly. Right. I, and again, I think insightful comment, we're not going to grow it through people. No. And I think so... So, so people by itself, people right. and robots working together is our right. mission. And so many people in at least, at least, you know, the region that I'm familiar with, so many people really feel like the, the major hurdle 
is the workforce and and the people, but it really may not be. I it's mean, a combination of different things. It is, you know, fear of the unknown. It's um, making sure that businesses can invest in their employees so that they can keep them up with advanced technologies. And although I can't name them, there's a number of programs in the state of Florida that can help with that. It's uh, manufacturers investing in pre-apprenticeship and apprenticeship programs, which we saw is growing. Yeah. Um, and it's um, introducing the manufacturers to those technologies in a non-threatening, non-salesy way so that they become appreciative of what it might be able to do to their environment. Okay. So tell me uh, again, how does one find you? So you can go to our website, which is arminstitute.org, and learn all about our organization. Or you can reach out to me. Um, my email address is suzy.teele at arminstitute.org. All right. It is Susie Teal who serves as the Chief Strategy Officer at the ARM Institute. And ARM, again, stands for? Advanced Robotics for Manufacturing. Advanced Robotics for Manufacturing. Uh, Susie, uh, great segment. Uh, great information. Thank you uh, for taking time out here and, and to spend with us and explain all this that's going on. Um, our little podcast platform, as I, as I kind of repeat all the time, was really developed to make sure that that uh, folks knew about all the resources and assistance programs out there. So uh, perfect guest. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank, thank you for you. the opportunity. Absolutely. And thank you for your support of the Future of Florida Forum here. Thank you for being a presenter. You're welcome. Yep. Uh, this is Small Biz Florida, and it's all coming to you from the beautiful uh, Hyatt Grand Cypress here in Orlando. It's all about racing uh, to the future, racing to 2030 here at the 2023 Florida Chamber Future of Florida Forum. I am Tom Kindred. Uh, stay tuned. A whole lot more to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.